0: Welcome to The Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University.
1: Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What
0: story do you have today?
2: Michael, here's one from Daphne Uter. This happened in West Palm Beach in the year of 2018. My aunt at the time was 57 years old. I didn't hear from my aunt, maybe a few months after Thanksgiving. And right before Christmas, I tried to reach her and I couldn't reach her. So I figured I should probably be doing a health and welfare check to see how she was doing. When I got to the house, uh, my aunt was very, very sick. She could not move. She was on the bed. Her body was stiff she could move out of the bed and she could barely communicate with me she was she was working full-time even her job hadn't heard from her in over a month we were in shock she hadn't been at work either she's also a caregiver to her husband who is blind so i didn't know what to do i ended up calling and getting her to the hospital she was diagnosed with lupus and they started treating her for lupus, but then I had to take both of them into my house to care for them. So they moved in with me during that time frame. I didn't have time to do anything else but taking care of them. And in the meantime, I have a family of my own. I have my husband and I have a son. I didn't have time to even get my hair done. Didn't have time to get my nails done. My auntie, at the time when we just find out, when she moved in, she had almost 30 appointments a month that she had to go to. And it happened to be she was diagnosed with lupus and also Shogun's syndrome, which is very, very rare syndrome. So she got both of them around the same time. So that dehabilitated her to the core, along with fibromyalgia. She had to learn how to eat again. She had to learn how to walk again and also um, getting her minds and talk together. So she required extensive therapy and a lot of appointments, including dermatology, specialists, dental, eye, because the autoimmune diseases, they affect every single part of your body. Every single organ is affected. So then you have to see the heart doctor, you have to see the cardiologist, as well as the pulmonary doctor, uh, because it also affect your lungs. So those two years were like the longest year ever, not only because I had to stop all my appointments just to make sure that she was taken care of and also making sure her husband was taken care of. Although we both lived in West Palm Beach, but we had a separate life and now our life had collided my husband had to take on some responsibility as well as my son was uh, six years old sometimes i have to walk out of my living room to go to the kitchen i have to leave my son there just in case something happens so he can call me it required a lot of work a lot of sleepless nights especially from her being in and out of the hospital during covid so it turned a whole life upside down and the thing that stuck with me is um, during that whole time, I kept on saying, oh my God, who is taking care of the caregivers? How are the caregivers being rewarded for taking on something that they had no idea? One day they just wake up and they just know that they have to take on this responsibility. Um, Taking care of a family member, taking care of a loved one, it is the most difficult thing ever. So that's the reason why I founded my foundation, which is called One Life to Leave Foundation. And we support caregivers and women veterans and by giving them a day of respite to better take care of themselves and their health. Caregiving is, is a heroic job.
0: Daphne Uter with a story about caregiving.
1: Oh, Michael, I am so glad we're able to air this story in the Christmas season because it's about being generous and selfless and recognizing what people need because it's about family because it's about looking out for others
0: and it's also about sacrifice
1: but I feel Daphne never complained I mean she does say in this story that she couldn't get her nails done, she couldn't get her hair done. You know, she does say she put aside her needs, but she talks about it in such a proactive way that it didn't surprise me that her story was one of the phoenix rising from the ashes, so to speak. In other words, she herself went from a very hard place of doing this for years and then creating her foundation and also her aunt and uncle went from a very hard place of suffering for those couple of months i mean she wasn't even able to call into work wasn't able to help her husband Uh, this is such suffering and they got so much better thanks to daphne's intervention
0: Daphne is really unbelievable. I almost got the feeling she didn't have a choice. She had to take care of her aunt and uncle.
1: Well, that's a really interesting thing about this story. A hundred years ago, 75 years ago maybe, we would have said, well, of course you take care of your relatives. What's the big deal? Everybody does that. But everybody does not do that today. And one of the reasons is that women who used to bear the brunt of that are working in numbers far more than they used to. People, although children are moving back into the home, adult children and presumably are able in some way to help with aging relatives, it is really, really a hard thing to do to take care of aging relatives in your own home. And I think that's why when she recognized that, She did something about it.
0: She started a foundation, One Life to Lead. The caregiving took two years out of her life that that distracted her from her own family and her own needs. So I'm sure this foundation is there to support other caregivers.
1: Exactly. And, you know, the story tells us a lot about one of the foundations of storytelling, which is building empathy, We've got to care about the hero, heroine, whatever of the story. We've got to care that this person has needs just like we do, and we have to identify with the person going through whatever struggle it is in a story. And in this case, it's a story about empathy. In other words, not only did Daphne have empathy for her relatives. But she had newfound empathy for other caregivers. It's probable that she never really thought about how difficult life is for caregivers before this happened in her family. And now she's helping others. And wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody had empathy for everybody? Of course we don't. We only feel empathy when we are made to feel empathy about a particular group of people or a particular person and she had no choice you're right but look what she made out of it
0: and it's it's a situation that could happen to any of us Uh, i I i certainly would want to be cared for if i was incapacitated but i i don't know how good of a caregiver i would be
1: one other interesting part of this story You know that old expression, I hate to use cliches, but that old expression, it takes a village, it wasn't just Daphne. It was her six-year-old son. It was her husband. The whole family got involved. That is another aspect of the story and of caregiving, because if your whole family isn't involved in the solution. To give another cliche here they are also part of the problem if they were expecting things from daphne and were not ready to help it would have made life even more difficult for daphne so i'm going to suggest that daphne's story is not just a story of a role model for those of us listening but it's also a story of excellent parenting in other words her son will never forget that he got involved. Now, I'm sure he wasn't always thrilled about it. But when you're six, maybe it's fun. Who knows? Maybe it gives you a responsibility that you wouldn't have had. And maybe he has very good memories of that. But whatever his memories are, he knows how you behave with people who are ill. And he knows how you behave with family. And that makes this a very important story.
0: Well, thank you for bringing Daphne's story to us, Karen. If other folks in South Florida would like to share their South Florida story, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Send an email to me at cneil, that's N-E-I-L-E, at fau.edu. I don't need a summary of your story. All I need is a request for the very simple Instructions.
0: Further contact information is at our website at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen.
1: Thanks, Michael. See you next week.
0: Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The public storyteller returns next Sunday.